Hey, what's up, everybody? For your fix of fitness, health, life, and laughs, you know where it's at. That's right, it's at the podcast with your host, yours truly, Adam Pullman. In this episode of the podcast, we are talking about the fastest way to lose fat. Uh, pretty much sounds like everything I speak against in the show, so it might be worth listening to. Uh, this question does from does come from the Gram. Uh, every single Sunday, if you didn't know, every single Sunday I um, post a question box up, and that is your opportunity to ask any sort of health, fitness, and nutrition questions that you um, would like to have the answer to. I then take those questions, answer them on the Instagram story, and then as well as here on the show. So if we would, if you would like to be a part of that, get your get your questions answered. Uh, my handle is Adam underscore Pullman Fit. And then uh, if you enjoy this episode, make sure you spread the love, share it with your friends and family, let them know where they can go to get all of their questions answered. And then for all other free content, you can go ahead and find it on PullmanFitness.com slash free. That's P-O-E-H-L-M-A-N-N fitness.com slash free. All right, this question is from the gram, and the question goes like this. I have a question regarding weight loss. Trying to still lose the baby weight, what is the best workout that I can lose fat the fastest? Uh, lose is spelled L-O-O-S-E. Please, if you are over the age of 10, learn how to spell lose. Uh, what is the best workouts that I can lose the fat fat the fastest. I need help. Tell me everything I can do to lose uh, this baby weight. Okay. So this individual uh, must have just had a baby and needs to lose some body fat really fast. So the reason that I usually recommend going the all out route is because it is not very sustainable. And the odds that you have the patience to slowly build back up after you lose this fat is pretty low, uh, especially considering you don't have the patience to lose fat um, in a slow manner in the first place. So that's usually why I don't recommend it. It's just not the most sustainable thing ever. It is going to set you up for a big rebound if you don't come out of it properly. But however, I do understand that there are times when people are going to need to lose fat the fastest, um, very effectively, and no matter what I recommend, they're going to do that. So uh, we need to talk about it. We need to make sure that we figure out what the most effective ways um, of exercising are that you can lose body fat. And so we are going to take some time to talk about high-intensity interval training. There are a few different reasons that I love HIT. So HIT is extremely um, effective. So for fat loss, extremely effective. Uh, it's time-sensitive, so it, it it is, you know, anywhere from 12 to 15, maybe 20 minutes, no more than that. Uh, and it requires very little equipment. It can be done in tons of different ways. I mean, millions of different ways, countless ways. Uh, you can perform HIT, which is what I love. Um, so it is definitely one of the best ways to lose fat the fastest. You just got to make sure you come out of that properly, and I can touch on that a little bit. So if you are in a position where you are like, dear Lord, there is one month left of summer and I'm still over here trying to get this summer bod, <laughs> you can try to do some hit. Uh, it's not going to do much in a couple weeks, but whatever. So high intensity interval training, what is it? 
Um, it is exactly what it sounds like. You are training at a high intensity um, with different intervals. So there is an interval in which your heart rate goes up really high, an interval in which your heart rate goes down and you go up and down and up and down and up and down. And this is just a form of cardio that has been shown to be uh, extremely effective when it comes to fat loss if done properly. Now, the question is, okay, how, how would I perform this? Well, it can be done in many different ways. I usually recommend that the interval in which your heart rate is very high is lower than the interval in which your heart rate is um, recovering. So a very basic form of high-intensity interval training could be uh, you're on the treadmill, for example, and you are doing a 30-second sprint followed by a one-minute walk. 30-second sprint followed by a one-minute walk. And the beauty of this is that you can change it and tailor it based on your fitness level. So you could do a 15-second sprint and a 90-second walk if you need to, um, just depending on where your fitness is at. Now, that's the beauty. Um, the danger of, or the, 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 the bad side of it is that everybody thinks that there's a one-size-fits-all high-intensity interval training. No, that's not the case. You just need to make sure that your heart rate is going up for a period of time, then recovering, then going up for a period of time, and then recovering, then up, and then recovering, then up, and then recovering. So what I recommend, since that's the case, is waiting to, you know, making sure that your recovery time is long enough to where your heart actually recovers, comes back down to a normal rate, and then you bring it back up. So let's say, for example, you sprint for 15 seconds and you walk for a minute, but at the end of that minute, your, your heart rate is still going through the roof and you haven't recovered, okay? Either make your intense uh, interval a little less intense or increase your recovery. So maybe you're sprinting for 15 seconds, you're recovering for two minutes, depending on where your fitness level is at. Um, that's the general concept and idea. Uh, you could use it for sprinting, jogging, walking, battle ropes, jumping, tire flips. I mean, tons of different stuff. The bike, uh, barbells, you can use whatever the freaking heck you want. Now, what I do recommend is that you try to get the most benefit out of it. So not only fat loss, but try to make it, uh, try to set up your workout um, in a manner that benefits everything else that you're doing as well. So for example, when I am approaching the summer and I am trying to lose a little bit more body fat in a shorter amount of time, I will add some hit to my routine. Now, this hit is pretty much only sprint and jog related because when I am playing baseball, I am sprinting to the bases. And so I want to make sure that my ability to sprint and recover is pretty freaking good. So instead of doing, you know, tire flips or jump rope or rowing, I usually sprint because that is going to um, transfer over much better to my sport that I am playing most of the summer. That's just an example. When I am not about to play baseball and I want to add some high intensity interval training to my routine in order to lose more body fat, uh, I am going to usually use a barbell and because that's going to translate over to my regular lifting. And that is what I am doing most of the time throughout the rest of the year. So I want to make sure that I'm not only doing something that is beneficial for the fat loss, but is also beneficial for how I spend my, my time moving uh, in the rest of my everyday life, if that makes sense. So the barbell is definitely what I recommend um, above all else. All other forms of high-intensity interval training, I recommend using a barbell, some plates, and calling it good. And you can perform high-intensity interval training in a circuit. For example, one of my favorites is to do, I, uh, let me just think of like four exercises. So I'll do a front squat. I will do a barbell overhead press. 
and then I will do a barbell row, for example, and then I will do a, you know, set of push-ups, and then I'll rest for two minutes, and then I do that, that cycle again, rest for two minutes, do that cycle again. So not only am I getting my heart rate up and then letting it recover and then repeating, but I am also practicing movements that are going to really help me um, when I'm doing my regular weightlifting. Practicing my front squats are only going to help me with my back squats. Practicing my rows are only going to help me with all of my posterior chain movement. Um, practicing my push-ups is going to help me with my pressing stuff. Uh, and so it's a good opportunity to practice form and push myself and lose some body fat. So I always recommend setting up some sort of circuit um, with a, a barbell and some plates. So let me give you guys a little bit of a takeaway for this, you know, barbell thing and how to set up a good circuit. Um, I would pick anywhere from three to five exercises. I would pick at least three compound movements, which means, you know, multi-joint movements, at the very least three. Um, you can stack them all together. I would recommend doing anywhere from 10 to 20 reps and then um, resting at the end of that circuit for about two minutes and then going through it again and repeating that until you hit anywhere from 12 to 20 minutes. Now, you can change that based on your fitness levels, based on how you're progressing. Keep in mind that the goal with this and the goal with things like this is to get uh, the, the most benefit with the, the least amount of work. So you want to start small. If you've never done HIIT training, you've never done any sort of high-intensity interval training, start with one, maybe two days a week. Do that for a few weeks. See how your body changes. If your body is changing really well and progressing really well, keep it there. Why add more if what you're doing is already working? If you feel a little bit of a plateau coming on or you feel your progress is kind of slowing down, add another day of HIIT. Add another day of HIIT. The last thing you want to do is go from you know just lifting three days a week to lifting three days a week and having hit three days a week. That's going from zero to 100 or from 50 to 100. Um, you're going to set yourself up for poor recovery. You could set yourself up for injury. You're also setting yourself up for minimal progress because you might have great progress right out of the gate. But then not only are you going to be tired, your joints are going to hurt and things like that, but you're going to run out of days and times to add additional high-intensity interval training sessions in. If you're already training six days a week, I mean, how many more are you going to put in and still have a social life, still have a balanced life, um, do hang out with your friends, do, do your hobbies, whatever. It's going to be very, very difficult. Um, so remember, you want to have the least amount of work that gets you the most amount of change. Um, and so you can kind of gauge where you're at depending on your fitness level. You know, for me, for example, even, you know, myself, someone who works out on a very consistent basis, when I started adding those sprints into my routine for baseball and to lose extra body fat, I just started with two sessions a week. And I responded really, really well um, because I just hadn't done anything like that in such a long time. And then um, two weeks leading up to the honeymoon, I added three days. Uh, of HIIT training. And then I just stuck with that because I was progressing like crazy. Uh, and so I wanted to make sure also that I could slowly come out of that. So we also want to talk about coming out of that. When a lot of people reach their goal, the reason that they rebound is because they follow a diet, they follow a cardio plan, a workout plan, maybe a combination of the three. They reach their goal and then they subconsciously are like, okay, I'm done. I don't have to do anything else now. I reached my goal. But that's not how it works. What happened is your body was given uh, a routine, a diet, a stimulus, workouts in order to achieve that desired goal. So what that now means is that in order to keep that, keep where you are and keep that goal, let's say you went from 160 to 150 pounds, you lost 10 pounds of body fat. In order to stay there, you're going to have to keep up with that demand 
or else you're going to gain more body fat because more calories are going to be going to be coming in than they are coming out if you completely just let everything go and fall off the wagon, so to speak, as much as I hate that term. Um, so you want to make sure you you stick with what you've been doing to reach that goal and then slowly scale back, very slowly scale back. So you go from two hit training sessions a week that are 20 minutes long to maybe two that are 15 minutes long to two that are 10 minutes long or 12 minutes long. And then you go to one that's 15 minutes long. You just slowly scale back while maintaining what you worked for. Okay. That is going to be a very slow process. Um, it's going to take some time. It might take some reverse dieting and adding some calories back in on a very slow, consistent basis in order to get your metabolism back up. It might mean adding more resistance training as you take away a little bit of uh, HIT training. Um, you're just going to kind of have to tailor with that and figure it out. But the ultimate end goal, like the end, everybody thinks that the goal is just to reach their their goal and be done with it. No, no, no. The very end goal that's most important over everything else is getting to a point where you have maintained your goal that you already reached doing far less than you did to get to that goal in the first place. Does that make sense? So you want to make sure you scale back so you can maintain what you worked so hard for with much less work. Because then next time you have another goal, you're going to have to do less work in order to get there. And then less and then less and then less. So for example, you know, if I want to, you know, lose 5% body fat, it might not take as much of a drastic change for me as it might for somebody else because I'm in a place where not right now where I've maintained a pretty good um, level of health without having to, you know, kill myself in the gym and strictly diet every single day. So that's kind of the ultimate dream goal, the place where you really should be thinking about. Um, that is your end goal. Your numbers, the, the, the initial goal is kind of in the middle, the middle of the road. You want to make sure you have a plan for after you reach um, that goal as well. So anyway... Full circle, losing fat the fastest, high-intensity interval training is going to be the best and most effective. But you just have to keep in mind that the faster you lose this body, body fat and the more you have to work for it, the higher your chances are of rebound. If you take your time and you slowly lose that body fat, you have a lower chance of rebound. Both are fine. You just need to be aware of what the situation is and have a plan to come out of that without rebounding. All right. So that's my advice on losing body fat the fastest. Implement that hip, that hit training. Um, use a barbell and some plates. Practice some resistance training movements. Put them in a circuit. Practice your form. And then make sure you have that heart rate going up and down um, in intervals. Guys, if you enjoyed this episode on how to lose fat the fastest, make sure you share it with your friends and family. Let them know where they can go to get all of their health, fitness, and nutrition questions answered. If you have a question that you would like to have answered on this show, find me on Instagram, Adam underscore Pullman Fit. And every single Sunday, I will have a question box on my story. And that is your place, uh, your green light to ask as many questions as you would like. And I will talk about them here um, on the podcast. For all other free content, you can go to PullmanFitness.com slash free. That's P-O-E-H-L-M-A-N-N fitness.com slash free. Oh my goodness, I cannot believe it is over already. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Hey, listen in. If you have a health and fitness goal that you are trying to reach, I don't know what else to say other than to say it must be a match made in heaven. If you didn't know already, Pullman Fitness exists to transform the body, mind, and spirit through personal coaching and sustainable fitness plans for any stage of life. So, 
If you want to reach your goals, build sustainability, and enjoy life all at the same time, you guys got to check out Premier Coaching at Pullman Fitness. From custom tailored programming to 24-7 access to your personal coach, you'll have everything that you need to succeed. You guys can find out a lot more about Premier Coaching as well as our membership program at PullmanFitness.com. Hey, if you enjoyed the show, share the love by leaving a five-star review and introducing the podcast to your friends and family. As always, thank you so much for listening, and until next time, this is The podcast.